Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSCO Radio. And uh, very happy to be here today. And uh, my subject for today is uh, love and happiness. And, um, you know, it's, it's this crazy what we limitations we put on ourselves in our life um, and the, the circumstances that we put ourselves into. You know, so many times I hear people say, well, under the circumstances, blah, blah, blah. Well, get out from under the circumstances. I'm speaking to myself as much as to all of you out there because, you know, our life is what we make it. We can draw a line in the sand any day and change our life. Um, you know, we, I just got back from Alaska. I was up there visiting some of my favorite cousins. Uh, Elaine and Jerry, and uh, they were celebrating their 70th year of incredibly happy marriage. And uh, these people set an example for me um, way back when. I mean, I'm not 70. I'm a little less than that. But I remember how happy they were when we got to meet them, how much in love they were. Uh, my family, my parents never were. It's amazing that I even got conceived. My sister said if I didn't look like my dad, she would doubt that if I was even part of the family. <laughs> but, you know, um, we make decisions in our life, and we've been, uh, we've been conditioned to make decisions based on limitations we put on ourselves under the circumstances. Again, get out from under them. 50% of marriages end in divorce in this country, and even multiple uh, marriages end in divorce. So what can we do about our happiness? What can we do to be healthier, um, live cleaner lives, uh, more responsible lives? And with responsibility comes freedom. So uh, I had a really great time up there. Uh, my kids were with me. Angus and Natalie, and uh, they didn't know a lot of cousins, very few cousins. Well, up there in Alaska, the land of the midnight sun, uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the evening in the darkness where they've got, I think, something like 27, 30 cousins up there, but a uh, very happy family. It's just, it's amazing. So I wanted to really focus on what we can do today and in the future to make our lives happier, not only for ourselves, but for our friends uh, and for our family, for our children. You know, happiness really, if you take a look at it, happiness comes from understanding the freedoms and barriers of life and taking responsibility for them. And I'm going to try to um, 
expound on that as we go along today, but unhappiness really is an imprisonment that we oftentimes put on ourselves by not understanding the rules of living and happy living and not taking responsibility for them. So they're self-imposed to a large degree. Now, when we live in a society like we live in today, where there is a lot more, uh, let's say, dogma or indoctrination going on, rather than imagination, um, then we end up having limitations on our ability to expand. What we have done as homo sapiens on this planet and what we've created in the imaginary uh, realm that we were able to bring into fruition by ingenuity is amazing. Unfortunately, where we have the imagination of the um, loving, brilliant people, we also have the imagination of the devious and the conniving and the power-hungry people. So it's, it's unfortunate that we're faced with this. But even today, you make decisions and I make decisions based on what we've been exposed to and um, know, K-N-O-W. Now, a lot of times, um, we, especially the way we go through school these days and what's happening, there's an indoctrination, not a teaching. In other, way, in other words, they're giving us... They're telling us how to think um, either uh, through news media, through education, or what have you. They're limiting our ability to live and our livability based on taking our freedoms away. And um, this is something that only you can allow to happen to yourself. You know, there's 8 billion people on the planet. A lot of people are doing real well and some people aren't doing so well because of their environment, their circumstances, their governments, um, their health. But, you know, you are not your body. You're a spiritual being that has the ability to to imagine. You have the ability to have illusions. And growing up, even when I was a kid back in the 60s, uh, illusions... Uh, were looked at as daydreams, and daydreams were frowned upon. So the more and more we uh, adjust ourselves to, quote, reality, unquote, the less and less we have the ability to live and be happy and create our own reality. Because what's going on right now when we look around and uh, all of us have our own little worlds that we're living in, um, if we choose to look at it at face value, a lot of times how you perceive that is based on your conditioned thinking. And that thinking is how you've gotten to where, what's gotten you to where you are today. So if you think that you're incredibly happy with where you are today, right on, I'm happy for you. Um, And maybe you're there going, I want to make sure I'm happier tomorrow and that I'm reaching my dreams and my goals and uh, I want to make sure that other people are happy and healthy as well. Or you might be uh, one of those people that I could categorize myself in any of these situations. So, you know, where I feel like I've just kind of been dragging my heels, I haven't gotten to where I want to go, things are looking pretty tough, the world's looking pretty tough. 
Um, I don't know how I'm going to survive my future financially. Um, and then it's like those things that you think about, you end up talking about. And those things that you end up talking about, you actually can bring about. So today I want to recommend for myself and others, because I studied, I was studying this morning some pretty interesting information about dreams and goals and possibilities and how Homo sapien being a, a, a body of, you know, flesh and blood has a certain desire to survive as a species, but as a species, we're just a herd. As individuals, we're creative beings that, um, I don't know about you, but I'm not my body, I'm me, you know, and I, I believe that I have incredible capabilities, incredibly untapped, and um, oftentimes I get myself caught in my own spider web, and um, I'm slodging through overcoming different things in, that have that stopped me for years, and they still do to a large degree. But today, I want to just encourage myself and those of you listening to step outside your mind. You know, there's a take a giant step outside your mind, and I could have played that song. That's a song by uh, Taj Mahal, A Giant Step, you know, take a giant step outside your mind, and just imagine what you want to happen. You know, illusions are have been touted, that word illusion has been touted as an evil thing, but actually illusions are what create futures. If you can sit down and use this definition of illusion as something that I can dream outside of the box, outside of the reality of this desk that I'm sitting at, outside of the chair that I'm sitting on, and realize that your reality is basically anything you want it to be, but you have to have the ability to imagine. Your imagination creates your illusions, and when you can create solid illusions and focus on them, the mind is an amazing thing. The mind has the tendency and the ability and actually the purpose of posing and solving problems. So if you give your mind a problem, it will solve it. It may not be the best solution based on the, the tools that you have or the information you have, but it will solve the problem somehow. So my message to myself and you today is give yourself big problems but also be responsible to find the information and the tools in order to resolve that problem in the most optimum way. And this is what we have still available to us here in the United States. It's Our freedoms are not lost. We have the ability to create an amazing life for ourselves and for others. And I'll tell you, if you want a great life, go help somebody else because that's where happiness comes from, to serve other people. One of the greatest things we can do in this life is serve others. So, and I'm very, very fortunate to have broken my back when I was very young, uh, suffered with low back pain for years and years and years. Finally, somebody took an x-ray and showed me why. And I got into the service industry to help other people overcome some of their um, um, limitations by the physical body 
so that they can enjoy their family, their life, their their pursuit of their hobbies. And uh, so, you know, I, I just want to draw, kind of bring the attention to happiness comes from freedom, freedoms from barriers, and responsibility to not breach the... Um, not, not, not to breach the point to where you're creating harmful acts that are going to make you make yourself smaller. One of the reasons we make ourselves smaller and we stop uh, dreaming is because we've done things that we don't feel good about. We've all done it. We're probably continuing to do it on a large or sm- larger or smaller scale. But when we do those, they create in unhappiness to us, and we imprison them ourselves to the degree that we're not responsible for our actions. So today, today you can draw a line in the sand and become and decide, number one, to dream. If you don't have a dream, you don't have anything. So whatever it was that you wanted to do in your life or still want to do, get it out, brush it off, put it on the mantle, shine it up a little bit, and... Um, make it happen because what you think about you talk about what you talk about you bring about so you know i i see so many people come into my office with physical limitations that have dampened them and you see what i see in their eyes is a dimming of life they come in in so much pain or um, on medications that have dimmed the light dimmed their their beingness dimmed their um, ability to live and thrive and what I love to see as we take them through different types of care in our office is to slowly or quickly see that light come back in, see the vigor in their eyes, their desire to live and to survive. And that is amazing to me. So I'm going to play a couple commercials or a couple testimonials. One's from Lauren and one will be from Amy. And these are people that you know, they're living life so much better being healthier. And, uh, you know, this is something you can do. You can come into my office, try the stem cell machine, the TRT machine that is, uh, find out about how chiropractic can free up your nervous system and make your body more able to do the things that you want to do so you can pursue your dreams and um, find happiness is only at your fingertips. So here we go. I'm going to, I'll be back in a minute. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. Hey, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Lauren, here, and she had a few things to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor, and I've been seeing Duncan for years now. I had a biking accident, and he's been adjusting me since then, and it's been amazing. But lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time. And I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells and my feet. I've had like three or four um, sessions with the machine, and my feet are like new, no aches, no pains. It's a miracle. So I really highly recommend Duncan and his chiropractic services, but also that TRT machine. You got to try it. Thanks. Wow, thanks, Lauren. That was awesome. So we still have the forty nine dollars special. Come on in and see if it works for you. Thank you. 
Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I want to introduce you to Amy. She has had some pretty severe surgeries and was in a lot of pain, and she's had some remarkable results with our new SoftWave therapy machine. My pain was a 13 on the pain scale. Um, sometimes it was so hard I didn't really want to live. It was so bad. So I come in here, my first treatment, I stood up straight. I had no pain at all. Now you've had a few surgeries. I'm fused from L2 to S1 yeah. and I have eight inch screws through my uh, pelvic bone. You're yes. talking to your surgeon even is excited about the fact we're using this machine on the Yes, right. I have several of my doctors really excited. They're, they're more excited because when they see me on Zoom, I'm happy. Yeah. They listen to me talk and I have hope. See if the SoftWave therapy machine works for you. We have a $49 special that you can try Call 459-9990-831-459-9990. Okay, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'm back. Thank you very much for listening today. And, uh, you know, I would encourage you to... Um, Get out a piece of paper and write down some goals that you'd like to see happen this month, this this year, even today. Because if you don't focus on them and if you don't consider them, there's no way they're going to come about. You're going to be sailing off to the west without a map and you'll never end up where you want to be if you don't know where you want to go. So um, it's really important you know, to, to be willing to stop for a second look around, locate yourself um, in your house, on the planet, what you're doing uh, work-wise, what your health looks like, um, and decide, Do if I don't change anything, is this going in the way I want it to go? And if so, right on, man, I, my hat's off for you. But if you want to make it go better, then you got to do something different. It's just that simple. So, the main, uh, some of the things that I was looking at this morning is um, education versus indoctrination. So education is where you basically get data and then you use the power of um, critical thinking to evaluate the data. One, one piece against something of similar um, uh, similar magnitude or similar uh, characteristics, and then also um, take a look at that to something that doesn't resemble it, but might be within the same category. That way you have your plus and minus poles, and then whatever you're looking at, you can move it towards the plus goal to better it, or decide to move it away and just diminish it and not have it part of your life anymore. So, when we look at education right now, um, are we getting tools to evaluate or are we being um, indoctrinated to, to thinking along a party line? And I don't mean Republican or Democrat when I'm saying that. I mean, we are not a, a herd type of people, you know? And when you look at, the individuals in a community or in the world, the way that incredible things happen is by somebody having a dream. You know, you have a dream that something can be and you imagine something can occur and you 
focus on that enough that your brain, again, is designed to, to pose and solve problems. So if you give your brain that problem long enough, it's going to come up with a solution. So my advice to you is give it good problems to solve. Don't give it bad problems to solve because it will solve them. The other thing is make sure you have the correct data, correct information. There's a lot of um, information available out there in the world right now that is put forth by parties that may not have your best interest in mind. And it might be put forth by group ideologies that have the tendency to enslave us as people. Um, And more than likely, no matter what time of existence on this planet, there will be a group of people that want to enslave others. And um, they're pretty evil intended. And then there's the other people that just want to have love and happiness and they want to exist. And one of the downfalls of those people, the ones that just are happy to, you know, go pick flowers in their garden today and make a nice dinner for their family and maybe, you know, create art or music or those type of things is that the ability to confront evil is very difficult. And not a lot of people um, I'm, I'm not trying to offend anybody here because it's easier to just keep your eyes closed and walk forward with tunnel vision and, you know, walk through your life from birth to death and not decide to look around and see what kind of impact you can have on the rest of the planet. So, and that's fine. A lot of people do that. But at the same time, you know, we do have generations to follow us. And if we don't take a stand now, or at least support those who are looking for our ideals for us, then we're, we're sunk. So what are our ideals? I believe that the United States of America was formed on freedoms. You know, we didn't want a big, uh, a kingdom. We didn't want a king to rule us and tell us what to do and tax us unfairly and tell us what we could or couldn't do or could or couldn't own or, you know, what we had to think. We could, we had the freedoms when our forefathers put forth this country, you know, it was with the idea that we had freedom of speech. We could, we could discuss what we wanted to. We may not like what other people say, but at least they could say it and we could say it. And right or wrong throughout the, the beginning of these times, those uh, systems have been challenged from the get-go. And understandably, um, nobody's all going to agree at once. But if we don't have the freedom to make our own decisions based on correct information rather than indoctrination or dogma, through a party line, no matter which party line it may be, then we are doomed to enslavement. So enslavement comes about when you, when an individual or a a group of people choose to ignore the facts and then are not responsible for their actions or the actions of their group. And um, again, a lot of times it's very difficult to confront 
evil and people would rather ignore it than take a stand because they don't want to, you know, ruffle a feather. But what ends up happening over a period of time, (coughs) time is very interesting because when you allow a thought process to go through time and you continue that thought process, eventually something is going to become of it. So again, what you think about, you talk about. What you talk about, you bring about. So if you have a thought or if one is put into your mind, um, not by you or by you, and you continue to think of that, you're gonna, that's going to be a predominant thought, and eventually it's going to come to fruition. So this is how diamonds are made, right? Diamonds are made. Now, when you take a look at what's been going on in the world lately, there's been a lot of pressure and a lot of dogma. And uh, whatever side of the fence you're on there, um, the, uh, whether you want to call some of these illusions or delusions, delusions come from an inability to accept responsibility and an inability to reason. And so the delusion is that something, a false narrative, is uh, truth. And you, you can have that in yourself. Illusions you make. Delusions are things other people try to put towards you that may or may not be true. But you have your own truth. And that is your illusion. And if you decide to keep that going long enough, you can create a reality. This is how Thomas Edison created the light bulb. He had an illusion of illumination. He had the idea that he could illuminate the planet. And it took him years and 10,000 different tries to bring it about, but he didn't give up. And he stood true to his illusion or his belief that it could happen. And he took the freedom, he had the freedom to continue on that course. And you might say that he was taking responsibility for the peoples of earth because he wanted to create light and let there be light that he did. Now, he could have easily given up. He could have been dissuaded by the deluded people that said there will not ever be such. Um, I remember when I was going to Cabrillo in the uh, 70s, there was some guy came out, I can't remember who it was, that said all of the songs have been created. There's no more, there's no more possible combinations of chords or any other melodies that are possible. They've all been done. So music is over. And I remember looking at that. I, I don't remember his name, but I went, he was someone relatively prominent. And I just went, wow, that's crazy. And it was sad. It was sad to think that that could be the case. We are being told on so many levels that we don't have the freedoms anymore. Look at the inflation of the economy. Look at what's going on across the world with other countries that are potentially um, putting together accesses that are contrary to the freedoms and beliefs of what our country was founded on. You know, I mean, back, if you take a look at, you know, my, my uh, one of my books, I can't remember which it won, well, the first one was called The Adventures of Little Big Jim. That took place in 1849 up through about 1860. Um, in, as the, Wagon train coming across ended up in um, Monterey and Carmel. 
But the second book is called Journeys In, and this went to China in 1864, and that was the time of the last emperor. This was the uh, the Qing dynasty that came right after the Ming dynasty, and the last emperor existed at that point, but was losing power, and he was uh, a very weak. He, when he passed, there were two or three other infantile young emperors put into place, but they never had power. And then came about um, the the woman um, who became kind of the the matriarch behind the cloth that controlled China from 1870 on through to the end of the um, dynasties in China. And then came about the Cultural Revolution eventually after every, you know, the end of the um, of the, the, the families, the royal families, that's not the right word. But the point is that something happened to, at that point, to stop critical thinking, to stop the ability to imagine. Now, clearly, there were different classes along the line. But it was a beautiful artistic time where anybody could create. When you look at the art of those days, it's phenomenal. But everything became black and white. And um, we have major countries right now that are joining together, potentially in an axis of evil, like that was similar to what went on in World War II. And the United States is is the last bastion of freedom. And we've got to make sure that we keep that freedom for ourselves and for our family and our ability to pursue freedom and happiness. So responsibility is, needs to be um, grasped in order for us to keep our happiness. Um, remember, unhappiness comes from imprisonment and no responsibility. Imprisonment in your own mind based on indoctrinating principles that could be put towards you without the ability of having the um, freedom of choice. With, you know, we only know what we've been exposed to. If you aren't reading, if you aren't um, expanding out of your small group of friends, your world is going to be as big as you can see it. As a kid, you know, you might think the world goes to down the block, to my school, and to my church and to the grocery store. That's as big as we can comfortably reach. And all of a sudden, you take that young person and you take them to another city and you maybe you move, their certainty crashes because their points of understanding and uh, points of familiarity are taken away from them. And um, if you don't have the ability to to, uh, set new boundaries, then you are going to become um, introverted and you're going to have less ability to uh, have this imagination and your illusions are going to be stifled because of your fear of reaching. So I want us to be able to reach. I want us to be able to take a look at where we are today and make it better. And, you know, I'm a chiropractor. I've been in practice for over 30 years and Uh, My sole purpose for this radio show is to help people um, get out of the physical boundaries of 
injured bodies that stop them from pursuing their dreams of things like, you know, maybe they want, they have a hobby of golfing or playing tennis or they want to play pickleball or they want to ride their bike or they want to, you know, take a walk on the beach. They want to hold their grandkids. Maybe they just want to, you know, go backpacking or who knows what your dreams or goals are. They're yours. But if you have physical limitations that are stopping you from thinking, stopping you from reaching, again, when people come into my office and I can see their eyes as a dull, as a dullness, and they talk to me about their pain and how long it's been there, and they have their mind on one thing, how do I get out of pain? Or this pain is consuming me. Somehow they find their way into my office. People who aren't in pain, their mind is going a million miles an hour as long as they have the ability to think and have freedom of thought that is not contained by the dogma and fear that can be cast by any net. So watch out for the casting of nets that are putting fear in the, in the peoples of earth because you know, your reality is exactly what you make it. You can think incredibly big, you know, uh, when you take a look at even um, uh, President Abraham Lincoln, you know how many times he ran for office and failed? I mean, it was ridiculous the amount of times he continued to run for office. And he was looked at with, uh, you know, like he was let, not able or capable and not uh, did not have the ability or the capability to run anything. And he became one of the greatest presidents that we've ever seen. And his, you know, he realized that um, he had to make a stand. And, you know, um, four score and seven years ago, our country was whatever, however that thing goes, you know, he was willing to make a decision that harmed many people in the pursuit of justice, happiness, and freedom. And what happens when you don't make a stand is all of those people are going to be hurt anyway. Nobody's going to know how hard or how bad or how vast that will be because you're slowly stealing the freedoms of people. So when you look at your health and you start taking some type of substance to cover up a symptom, you're stealing your freedom. Now, I'm not saying don't take the medications medical doctors are prescribing to you because I'm not a medical doctor, but I am saying that you can become healthy. Your body's got the greatest physician who ever lives, lives right inside of you, and that is your innate ability to heal. So we're going to go to another commercial. I'm going to have you listen to a guy named Gary who tells about the experience in our office as well as Karen who had an experience in our office. This is just some freedoms that people can have when you find the right information and when you reach out and decide to make a change. It's never too late to make a change. So I'll be back in just a second. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I want to introduce you to Karen, another patient who's had some pretty serious surgeries in her back, terrible amount of pain, and has some incredible results with our Softwave therapy machine. 
You've had a few different surgeries in your back and you have steel putting the last three vertebrae together and you were still in pain after that. Yes. So they put implanted in your spine. Spinal cord stimulator. It made everything so much worse. They revised that twice and added more paddles and ditched it all in. It continued to get worse. All trying to resolve the problem, which was a diaphragm cramp that never went away. It started the day I woke up from the permanent implant and it ended last week when wow. you took care of me. Like oh was the last God. week. See if the Softwave therapy machine works for you. We have a $49 special that you can try. Call 459-9990, 831-459-9990. Hey everybody, this is Dr. McCollum. I have this amazing guy, Gary, here, who's a new patient to our office. And he just came up to the front and started talking about stuff. And I wanted you to just express what you were telling us. What is really satisfying to me is coming here and meeting fine people like Natalie and uh, frequently she's the uh, utility player running around the office and you can always tell that Natalie's on the phone because she will always say, McCallum Chiropractic, I can help you. And you know what, she can and she does. And it just uh, makes my heart jump just to realize uh, there's such helpful and friendly people in the office. Everyone from Angus who runs the TRT machine, the other chiropractors in the office and the uh, administrative staff like Arlene, very friendly and very helpful. If you want to feel comfortable at a chiropractor's office, come to Dr. McCallum. He's conveniently located off of 41st Avenue. Thank you so much, I appreciate that. <laughs> Call today for a complimentary consultation, 831-459-9990. All right, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming back for a few more minutes. Love and happiness. Be good to me, I'll be good to you. And, uh, you know, love and happiness is a choice. And um, sadness is something that can be overcome. We all have had terrible things happen to us in our lifetime. And, um, you know, we've seen that in others. But one thing that we have as human beings is the ability to dream and the ability to recover. Oftentimes, we need a hand. We need somebody to just show us a small bit of kindness. I talked a few weeks ago about you know, how far-reaching one act of kindness, a small act of kindness can go. And so make a goal today to go out and reach out and give somebody a small act of kindness. Call somebody you haven't spoken to in years. Um, just say, hey, I was thinking about you. Somebody standing in line, um, let them go first. If you have a few extra bucks and you see somebody struggling, you know, throw a 20 down on your way out and say, hey, put this towards that person's food. It will come back to you a hundredfold. And um, so when we look at our freedoms and our barriers, we need to know the rules of happy living. And the rules are, you know, obviously, don't do things to other people you don't want to have done to yourself. That goes without saying. But the other thing is be willing to experience anything because, you know, when you get upset over something that happened to you, all it does is shrink you. I mean, you can get upset for a minute, but get over it, look at it, learn from it, and decide to set forth some goals and some rules to make sure it doesn't happen again. So freedoms and barriers, know your freedoms, 
strive for freedom, imagine freedom, create your freedoms, but also know the barriers. So don't be um, overcoming or trying to overcome barriers without the knowledge of how to do it correctly, because it will stop you. Um, by the way, today uh, would be my dad's 110th birthday, Jim McCollum. Um, he uh, was born in 1913 on this day. And on this day, 10 years ago, my office opened up in um, a Brown Rat Shopping Center. So on dad's 100th birthday, my practice moved to um, Brown Rat Shopping Center in, in um, Capitola. And it's been a really great place to be. I love it there. We're going to actually be celebrating my 10 years there as a patient appreciation day on the 22nd of um, April this month. So if you want to find out about that and what we'll be doing, give the office a call. Um, we're going to be offering some great stuff there. And uh, if you want to improve your health, if you want to do something to help other people, um, this is a great opportunity to get people in. We'll be doing complimentary consultations and uh, other things as well um, to help people try to achieve a better life. And um, so I hope you come to that April 22nd. And, um, you know, when we look at pressure in life, time and pressure can cause containment, Right. So, for instance, if you look at the pressures of what happened with the pandemic, it was very constricting for a long period of time. And it reminds me of the story of the flea. So I've talked about this. It's been a few months, if not over a year or two, that I talked about the experiment that they did by having a bunch of fleas in a, in a quart jar. And then they put a lid on that quart jar, a glass lid on that jar. And those fleas would jump and jump and jump and try to get their freedom and hit their little flea heads on that jar over and over and over again until they were conditioned to where they could not jump or would not jump any higher than the glass lid that was put on the jar. Then when they took the lid off the jar, the fleas still per, per, um, pursuing freedom would not jump any higher then it hurt to hit their head on that jar. So we're not fleas. However, I believe that when we reach for different things in life and you get hurt over and over and over again, your tendency is to not reach. You know, and the simplest thing as a guy, when you're, you know, wanting to go out to a dance, and this is probably not politically correct to say, but you know, you ask somebody to dance and they, you get refused a few times and you just decide not to do it anymore. So your desire for, a, for happiness can be squelched based on not of, uh, the not overcoming of certain obstacles. So, but if you give up, then you're going to make yourself smaller and smaller and smaller till your world or your universe is very small and you're going to be less happy and less successful than you could be. Again, a lot of people are totally good there and that's fine. So right on. I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm always looking on, you know, I, I shouldn't say always because I have my moments as well, but I'm always looking to see what I can do to make um, my dreams and goals into a reality. Um, I study a lot, lots of different things, whether it's chiropractic or spiritual health stuff. 
Um, and, you know, sometimes when I find that things aren't quite going the way I want them to, I go, it's time to do some, it's time to study life. And I'll pick something up that has to do with success principles and I'll, I'll read through it. I'll write my dreams and goals down. And you know what? Um, a couple people commented on last week's show, which happened to be a rerun because I was in uh, Alaska with my, my cousins that celebrated their 70th year uh, wedding anniversary, which was real fun. But it was my story. And a lot of people said they really appreciated hearing it again. And, you know, here I am. I've been in practice for 30 plus years. I have uh, a nice family, great kids. Um, I'm happy in my relationships, um, but I could always do better. Um, but you know, it wasn't always that way. I remember as a kid, I broke my back when I was 12. It didn't go diagnosed till I was 20. Got involved in so many drugs. I couldn't think straight. I couldn't read till I was 28. I never had happiness in friendships or relationships. Um, I remember sitting on the couch and my mind would have arguments with itself and I was out of control. I was, there was no control for me as these two plus and negative points would go back and forth, back and forth. I'd make a decision, then I'd talk myself out of it, make my decision and talk myself out of it. And this was death defying because that's probably not the right word, but it was so, it was like handcuffs. It was metal handcuffs that stopped me from being able to pursue my dreams or goals. And I didn't even have any dreams or goals. I just wanted to be out of pain. I wanted to be out of pain so much that I keep myself so medicated on street drugs that I became addicted to them. And pretty soon, the my what I was pursuing was the high I got off those street drugs. You know, and thank God I almost OD'd one night, 28 years old, went to the cliff and realized if I didn't uh, stop what I was going to do, and I would be, it would be, all be over for me. I was 28 years old now. I'm, that was almost 40 years ago. So, and I've had to overcome huge obstacles for me. For other people, you have your own obstacles. I had to learn to read. I couldn't read. When I went and did a course on study, I saw the word grammar. And I broke down into tears at 28 years old. I was sobbing. I had no clue what grammar was. I didn't know a verb from a dangling participle. I probably still don't. But I've written six books, uh, five of them bestsellers. Uh, I've gotten a couple more on the way. Um, and I'm not saying that any other reason to say I had a goal, I had a dream, and I had a desire. And... Um, What's really interesting, again, as I was up with my favorite cousins, Jerry and Elaine, who celebrated their 70th year of incredibly happy marriage, holding hands the whole time, um, I did a, a little talk about them. They had, when, when I was younger, very young, my mom was 20 years older than Jerry, but she loved Jerry, her younger cousin. And I remember when Jerry and Elaine uh, would come to the house, my mom, after they left, she'd go, you know, they, they, when they first got married, they were so poor in 1953, they lived in a converted chicken coop. And I couldn't imagine that, living in a per converted chicken coop, but it's true. And Jerry and Elaine even talked about it this trip when I 
took my two children up to meet them and to celebrate 70 years of incredibly happy marriage together to show them that this could be a reality. This could be something. Uh, So many people, and the new book I'm writing will be out hopefully by the end of the year, Um, but it has to do with relationships and it has to do with those people that get into some not knowing what they've gotten into, maybe for the wrong reasons. Um, Some of them make it go right, incredibly right. Others live in quiet desperation. Others give up. And, you know, the United States, 50% of our marriages end in divorce. So there's uh, potential lack of responsibility in the first place. We get into these things for the wrong reasons, haphazardly, and um, or we just decide at some point to make to go different ways. We've gone through the course of what we wanted to do, and it's time to make a decision to go find more freedoms. And But somebody to be married 70 years and still be incredibly in love is so rare that I was so happy to um, be able to go up and celebrate that with them. I've talked about this a few years ago, or a few shows ago, that when you really love and appreciate somebody, don't wait for their obituary or their funeral to tell them how much you care about them. I remember when my dad died, uh, he was 91 years old. Today's his 110th birthday. But there were so many people that got up and talked about him. He was a bigger-than-life kind of guy uh, living in the San Francisco financial area, um, very successful in his time. So many people would talk about what a great, clever, funny, artistic guy he was. Um, But it's so sad that he wasn't there to hear them talk about that. And I was so happy to go up and be able to tell Aunt, Uncle Jerry and Aunt Elaine how much I did care about them and how much of an impact they had on my life and how much I loved them. And, you know, I really recommend that today do that. Write down somebody that you care about and call them and tell them. You know, hopefully you have that person and they're, they're still on the planet. And if so, don't wait. Sometimes you have to just be the bigger person. If you've had differences that have gotten in the way with you and your association and or friendship with them, become the bigger person and call them and just say hi. Maybe it's just a friend you haven't talked to in, in years. You never know. They might be sitting there in quiet desperation, suffering from any part of life, whether it's their health, a family member, um, a loss of an animal, um, a job, uh, just not feeling like they have the ability to go on anymore. And you, you know, just make the call. Don't be sorry you didn't. I was fortunate enough that when my father was in the last couple of years of his life, I called him, I had the uh, understanding, and I called him every day on the way to work. Every day I'd call him up and go, hey, dad, and you go, hey, Dunk, oh, okay, thanks for calling, hang up. He came from the depression, so he didn't want to waste telephone hours, but that simple call gave him such uh, an understanding of being loved And it's so easy to do, and it's so easy not to do. So, um, you know, maybe make a commitment and do this for a week. Call people, call somebody. You know, we're talking about freedoms and barriers 
uh, happiness and unhappiness. Happiness comes from freedom. Freedom comes from a responsibility and knowing and certainty. So if you don't understand and if you don't do your homework on learning about the rights and wrongs of things and the ability to reach, more important than anything, the ability to dream, the illusion, that creates happiness. When you're lying in bed in the morning or going to bed at night or you're thinking about something that you would really love to do, thrive on that, you know, flourish with that expound on it because those are the things that make us happy. Those dreams can become realities. But if you don't have the liberty and the freedom to pursue your dreams, you know, you, we're going to be imprisoned. And a lot of those imprisonments come by our, in our own brain. We put those imprisonments on ourselves. You know, when you look at a diamond, diamonds are hard rock. Coal under time and pressure become a diamond. So, under the circumstances, get out from under the circumstances and don't let your life get so hard and so compressed that it becomes a hard diamond worth nothing because you don't have anything worth loving and pursuing because you've been afraid, uneducated, indoctrinated, or imprisoned by your lack of power of choice and your lack of power decision to create. So, I don't know. Hopefully this has been uh, at least interesting today. Um, the, the rules of the game are you have to know your freedoms and your barriers. Happiness is the overcoming of not unknowable barriers towards a known goal. So you've got to know where your obstacles are and you need to set goals and you have to have those goals continuing to expand and reach out in front of you. When people oftentimes reach a goal, they don't set a new one and they become unhappy. So my uh, parting words for you is love and happiness. Go create some new goals. We'll see you next week. Thank you. this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.